This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. live on joy 94.9 saturday afternoon from noon via the live stream at joy.org.au forward slash listen live or tune your wireless in melbourne to 94.9 fm Good afternoon, this is TechnoGaze here on Joy 94.9, the show where we gaze into the world of consumer electronics, gadgets and technology. My name is Mark. On this very special Radiothon edition of the show, we have in the studio, Michael. Hello there. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to catch you off guard. I was looking the other way. (laughs) And we also have Raina. Hello. Howdy. And a, another special guest who uh, we don't often have on the show, but he's, he's a semi-regular, Jason. I, does that actually make sense? We don't <laughs> often have him on the show, but he's semi-regular. <laughs> regular just means predictably so, doesn't it? Oh, Haley's so Comet is pretty regular. Semi, yeah, semi I'm on the show once every 76 years. <laughs> 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 and Jason was just flying past the planet. Yeah, yeah le- leaving, a, leaving a stream of debris in my, uh, in my wake. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> but so you are here from um, Sydney. I like the way you say Sydney as if it's an alien world. <laughs> it uh, kind of is a little bit, isn't it? Sydney? Talking about comets. <laughs> it is, of course, Radiothon this week here uh, at Joy 94.9. We are asking you to become a member because we need uh, memberships in order to keep the, uh, the station here. That's running. right. We can't do it without you. We and we love the fact that uh, people uh, love us so much that uh, they're able to put some money forward. That's right. So much so that we've got a very special for this hour for this show from twelve to one. Michael, you I are am going to match every new membership or every membership renewal or new membership yes. with an equal amount dollar donation. Wow! So awesome. if we get ten members, it's. 72 times 10, I will donate 720. Those mm-hmm. are full memberships, right? He's already got 72. me too. Those are full memberships, but we do have other varieties. We sure do. We do. Yes. Um, of course, the seventy-two dollar individual membership. So if you if you're um, everyday sort of kind of person that um, is not on concession or is not under eighteen or is not in a family, that's actually seventy-two dollars is six dollars per month, which is that's what not much. less no. than a couple 15, of six, about seventeen cents a day. Yeah, and a couple of cups of coffee if if you think of it in those terms as well per month. I, I know wow. certain. Uh, I know certain broadcasters that cost less than that per day <laughs> actually I don't know if that's true anymore it used to be eight cents a day didn't it I wonder inflation how much, yeah how much is Peppa Pig gonna be uh, no wait that's a whole different <laughs> yes um, did you see that cartoon of, uh, of Peppa Pig I if, did with if, yes. if Peppa Pig got merged with uh, yes, of, yes. <laughs> oh no, oh, no. So my, my favourite thing about that was actually that um, the ABC2 and the SBS2 Twitter accounts were tweeting that at each other yes <laughs> 
<laughs> and my SBS2 was just like, yeah, it's not really how we pictured it, but we're into it. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty great. Now, of course, you can also become a, uh, a family member if you've got at least two people or um, up to four people, I think. You can become a family member. And family members can include um, loved ones, children, assuming children loved ones as well, and uh, pets. <laughs> Um, pets as well, yes. They're not yes. mutually exclusive, I think is what Michael was getting to. <laughs> Sometimes they are. Um, <laughs> and there's also a special under-18 membership. So to my nephew Nathan, who's listening, yes. if you want to go ask your dad if you can join Joy, it will cost him only $22 because you're under-18. And it will cost yeah. Michael $22. And it will cost, Mike, it will cost <laughs> Uncle Michael $22 yeah. as well. And there is, of course, a concession option. If you have a concession card, you can sign up for $36 yes. um, for the full year. Um, and if, even if you're a business, so if you want yeah. to pledge your support as a business to Joy 94.9, you can do so by, um, by signing up as a member for $165. You'd imagine it's not too hard, I reckon, to pass the kitty around your workplace. And, uh, of course, mm. if you're not at work today, it's a bit trickier today. But um, <laughs> when you do go back to work... Yes. Pass the hat around, see if you can get your workmates to, to sign up together. That's right. Now, we already have one signed up, and that's Jason. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Jason's Hi. renewed his membership. Yeah. Well, yes. Oh, I got, a, I got a round of applause on air. I should do this more often. Well, uh, I call it more a golf clap, but sure. <laughs> hang, hang, hang on, let's see if this works. That, I, no. <laughs> that was a tweety, honky, no. yeah, that was good. I like that. That's it. right. I tweet a lot. That seems good enough. <laughs> now, um, you can become a member um, one of two ways, I guess, is uh, you can call us 1300-JOY-949. That's right. And there's uh, a gaggle of people out in the phone room waiting to take calls to sign you up over the phone. Um and you can also um, do it online if you're more technologically inclined. Say, That's right. If you're one of uh, one, one of, of our listeners, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you're slightly interested in your computers and stuff. You can do that. You can go to joy.org.au. There is a whack and great banner right up the top. It is really hard whack- to miss it. I've not heard anyone use the phrase "whacking great" in ages. <laughs> At least not in terms of, uh, not in relation to a banner ad. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, you can, of course, click that thing there on the screen and it will take you directly to the form. Yes. And you can fill it out and do it all securely with a credit card. Yep. Too easy. Enter them in. Um, and Type those digits in. Yep. That's it. And we'll hear all about it too, so you can always feel free to leave us a note. We will you give you a shout out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. There's a comments box, isn't there? So if yes. you want to put in there that you're you're listening to us and you're this enjoying is, what you're hearing. This is or- totally your favourite show, <laughs> and it yeah, is. Yeah, well, you like us, right? Everyone, please. <laughs> please. I, I hope they like us. Of course <laughs> they like us. And they okay. even like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you can like us on Facebook as well. But if you do sign up, we will mention you on air. You'll, you'll have your name up in, uh, up in broadcast land. Light. Broadcast lights. Is Go on, Nathan. Going, get yeah. your name read out on air. We, we might even have a fun little uh, sound effect for you. And, of course, <laughs> as, as we said before, Michael is matching for every uh, membership that is purchased throughout the, uh, the, the, the show. He will match a donation of the same value. Wowza. For the entire hour. For the entire hour. So send me broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, careful what you wish for. Michael's actually going to regret this episode of <laughs> His bank account might. Now, uh, we have, of course, technology. We talk about tech. And uh, on the show today, we're going to talk about hackers taking over iPhones. Bit of a story this week. <gasps> yeah. Um, Australian Federal Police even got on, uh, on, on the airways and um, advised everyone to 
avoid or to change their p- passwords in, in iPhones. Um, freaking lasers on the latest LG phone. Yeah. Freaking <laughs> lasers. I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> uh, real-time speech translation has been uh, integrated into one of the most popular um, internet telephony apps. Yes. Um, and self-driving cars that look surprisingly like... Koalas! <laughs> they look like little koala bears. They're the cutest. Very sweet. So They're also really technologically very cool. Mm, but yes, they're cute. They are. <laughs> they are very cute. And um, like a koala, they can also tear your face off. Possibly, <laughs> yes. Don't look at the negative side. <laughs> But uh, we'll start off with those in just a few moments. You're listening to Techno Gaze here on Joy 94.9. Techno Gaze. Techno Gaze here on Joy 94.9 in this very special Radiothon edition of the show. We're talking about tech, we're talking about iOS devices and um, hacking that's been going on this week has has Mm. popped up across various people's um, iPhones. And it start, seems to have started in Australia, hasn't it? Well, yeah, this is a very odd thing. Like, the Australian Federal Police, in fact, um, got on uh, on their media um, frenzy. They, they've explained that everyone should change their iCloud passwords. Yes. Because of this particular thing. So and Consider using two-factor authentication mm, as well. Definitely. Yes. So, this is all about um, an, a particular attacker, and it's not really known who at this, this stage, um, is using the Find My iPhone uh, function to lock a lost iPhone. That's right. And, and normally you would do that if you had, in fact, lost your iPhone and you didn't want people to go and have a look at all your, you know, secret text messages and personal photos and, mm. you know, banking details or whatever. So you can use Find My iPhone to lock out your phone. You can display a little message on it and you can also use it to make a really loud shrieking noise yes. so that, you know, like maybe if you can hear it beeping yourself in your car or something, you can panic or whatever. Or it can attract someone's attention so they can pick it up. They read the message. It said, Raina's lost her iPhone. Please call, you know, 1300 join 949 to return it or whatever, mm. uh, which is totally what you should call, by the way, if you want to sign up as a member. <laughs> plug, plug. But, um, of course, this guy or girl, I don't know, claiming to be someone named Oleg Pliss is using this function to wake people up in the middle of the night with this terrifying message saying, mm. I've hacked your phone. Yes. Send me the cash. So the, the way that he's, uh, he or she has possibly done it is by um, obtaining passwords to iCloud accounts. Because this whole so Find My presume. iPhone... Sorry? So we presume. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there's there's not a lot of detail about it. I think it's a bit, a bit of a mystery how it's all happening. But the um, the premise at the moment is that the same password's being used on other accounts or on other sites. That's right. That is also being used for people's iCloud account. And therefore, there's they're just trying the same password on, on these um, on these iCloud yeah, accounts. They, yeah, they would have, they would have uh, managed to detect the person's password during some other security breach. Even if, they, even if they had obtained the passwords and they'd been encrypted, you can run things like rainbow tables to decrypt people's passwords yeah. and all sorts of nasty things like that. And uh, so it, it, it's not that difficult to... You know, look at a data breach. I think uh, Sony's PlayStation Network hack from a couple of years ago, there was just a massive amount of data came out for it. And you can look at those passwords. You can try re-encrypting a password like hello123 and find which user's passwords match that. Yep. Uh, and then go and try those passwords on other services. And that seems to be very likely what's happened here. Mm. Apple have um, so far not been particularly helpful in terms of um, 
defining what's going on. That never happens. But uh, they are implying that it's not their problem. So it sounds like it's a password breach from another site, perhaps eBay, for example, yeah. um, that is allowing people to under, to figure out what the password is and therefore using it on other services that a particular user might have. So if you know if people have different passwords on different sites, then if somebody finds out your password on one site, it's not going to affect you somewhere else. Yes, and yep. this is the key point. So the AFP, when they um, when they did the media release early in the week, they've suggested that everyone change their password for their iCloud account and make sure that it's something different to um, to any other password that um, that's been used elsewhere. And of course, this is general advice as well, right? Like when you're mm. selecting passwords for all your various online services that you you sign up for that you use a different password for each one. Can I uh, just throw in there also that um, if you find it difficult to remember different passwords for different services, there are services that do this for you. So yes. you can get browser plugins uh, mm. and there's services like 1Password and LastPass and uh, they're really good. I use LastPass myself. It's it's awesome. It's it's a it's a cheap yearly subscription. All of my passwords get scanned. When there was a recent Heartbleed vulnerability, LastPass would even go through your passwords on, stored for your site and say, hey, you probably need to go and change your password on this site because it's it's been vulnerable to this uh, security exploit. So it's much more than just a password manager, but it's, it's so handy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what what should you do, do you think, if you have been uh, picked up by Oleg Pliss with, with his or her terrifying message? Well, this is a good thing. I mean, this is a point that, that you can't really... I mean, there's talk about um, it not being a problem for people who have a passcode set on their phone as well, which is right. a feature that you can do, you can set up now, say if you're worried that your, your password has been obtained by this hacker, yep. um, you can now set up a passcode. Uh, a passcode so that you can unlock it from the phone itself. And for, uh, according to people who have been hacked so far, if they do have this passcode set up, yep. then it's um, it's very easy for them to just go, uh, I don't care about your weird message, I'm going to unlock it. Mm. I wonder what would happen if you actually called Apple and said, hey, I've got this message. Well, actually, I've been looking at the uh, Apple discussion forums and a lot of people are saying that when they have had that um, and they did it over the phone with uh, Apple Care Support is to actually plug your phone into a computer and reset it that way. Oh, okay. So you can do that too. Oh, actually, that would make sense. So essentially you're mm. wiping the phone and, you know... Well, this is the thing. If you aren't backing up your phone or anything like that, then uh, there's probably still some data loss there. Uh, iCloud is supposed to take backups of things like photos and stuff, but yeah. of course you've got controls about that. You say, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe okay. I don't want my contacts in the cloud, mm. then uh, uh-oh. That's right. Now, we should um, move on, I think. Um... What other news items have we got on the on the card? Spotify has apparently been hacked as well. <gasps> but Spotify was more of a hackette. It was a mini uh, hack. Hacklet. <laughs> hacklet. Is that a mini hack? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe something. It was. It was one person actually. Apparently, yeah. one, 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 one person one, that they know of got one, one Android hacked. user. Yeah. So but, this resulted in uh, in that particular person's uh, personal details um, uh, having been hack- accessed by by a hacker. What, what personal mm. details are on Spotify? Well, Spotify is a subscription service, so um, and it's connected to your Facebook account uh, as a general rule, unless you signed up before they did that well, requirement. Yep. So they obviously know your name and stuff like that and possibly some other things that come out of Facebook as well. And, of course, potentially 
some payment information. They pro- they also know like which embarrassing eighties music you listen to on repeat. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> Mark, that's an oxymoron. <laughs> Jason, oxymoron. There's no yeah, embarrassing eighties yeah. music, really. <laughs> so it only gets embarrassing years on. Anyway, it's close yet. <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, it's good that they're being proactive about it. it. Whatever it is that they found was obviously spooky enough that they thought, geez, we should update our entire Android app mm. for the benefit of that. Yeah. So that's good. So yeah, just if you. Are on Android, make sure you get the new update for Spotify. Um, seems like a fairly low risk at the moment, but it was enough to spook them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really good response. Hmm. I'm now, um, what's up next? Yeah, there is a new LG G3 phone, I think, which is um, has to quote the news headline here freaking lasers on its camera freaking lasers <laughs> shut up so what's the deal with this I, I it's a party phone <laughs> <laughs> you put it in the middle of the dance floor and these slides I that are straight out of um, a Bond film perhaps yes. it, it dances right. around the handbag in the middle of the floor <laughs> uh, so it is, it is LG's new uh, G3 <laughs> phone Rain, Rain, I'm, I'm, I think Rain has gone for a few minutes. Um, yeah, so LG's new G3 phone. Um, it is a huge phone. It's a 5.5-inch quad HD display. Uh, and so quad HD means it's actually higher than 1080p. It's sort of like twice to four times the resolution. And, yeah, it has a camera on the back. The LG G2 had a really good camera on the back. Uh, this has a very similar camera with, uh, they call it OIS+. Plus. And they have uh, added laser autofocusing to it, and I'm actually really interested in what happens um, if you if you like target target the laser wrong. Do you vaporize one of the subjects <laughs> of your photos? I haven't. Figured, I've been able to figure this out. <laughs> Hacked by Oleg, please. <laughs> your laser is now a death ray. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so so they say that it can focus in. Uh, I think it was uh, like 280 milliseconds or something like that. Um, wow! So it's like under the blink of an eye. They say it's pretty uh, fast. And yeah. this is the thing. Like this is actually a real life issue, right? You you get your phone out and you might uh, sit there trying to take a photo, and of course it's constantly sort of uh, going in and out of focus to try and figure out where the the right focal point yeah. is. And if it can use lasers to do that, then hey, why That's not? Right. Um, make it a little easier to use so um we, we do know that the g3 is coming to australian carriers in august um and right. it will be i think 799 dollars if you buy it outright from um lg yep. yeah um cool excellent is there uh another phone as well meet just click the smartphone case oh that's, okay that's this is a case, case. Yeah. oh this is a th- the button thing right yeah, we i had, like we, this one we had an argument over <coughs> this before yeah no, we, there's <laughs> an argument um yeah no, adding buttons to smartphones seems to be the the in thing at the moment there's a number of kickstarter projects that add uh, buttons to your headphone jack and uh some that's stick on button things on the back and so now there's an so entire 2006 <laughs> but so but, but it's making a resurgence it's coming back like people want a button that they can know they can push to make it do something. I would love to have a hardware button to take a photo with. Oh well, and then you've been using that's what Sony phones are for. Uh-huh. Sony phones have bu- have camera buttons. So do iPhones, by the way. Oh. No, 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 actual dedicated camera buttons. Well, 
Yeah. Do you mean a shutter or do you mean a button that opens the camera out? No, I mean, I mean a button, <laughs> button on that, the phone that you that push the button and it takes a photo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting these weird looks about, like, Raina doesn't believe me. <laughs> no, I believe you, but I do that with my phone right now. Yeah, um, so so on a waterproof phone, for example, it's actually, uh, so the touchscreen doesn't really work underwater, and so putting a hardware button on the phone to take a photo is actually kind of important if you want to take a photo underwater. And yeah, it's uh, it's quite useful to have them in there. Outstanding. But yeah, so yeah, adding buttons onto adding buttons onto phones, it's a thing. So uh, yeah, Click has Click is a, a smartphone case that has three buttons. You can program them to do whatever you like, um, and uh, yeah, it can it can do all of this stuff. You can program which which buttons going to launch which app. Now, uh, in the process of that, we are of course in Radiothon this week, and we are getting members in. So thank you very much. Yes, <laughs> this is, that is that, thank is, you, that is for you guys. Uh, thank you very much, Yenwei, for from Nunawading, uh, for signing up, and Cassie from Carnegie. Thank Hi. you very much, thanks guys. A uh, full membership plus a donation from Cassie and uh, and Yenwei. Um, if you could go up to Yenwei's details, um, he has. Um, explained that he, he loves listening to all the Techno Gay shows and podcasts. Thank you very much. In way for your uh, you support, yep. please you please use my donation to keep the podcasting computers up to date. We do our best <laughs> because we, uh, I mean, and a lot of the podcasting work that we do is is obviously for, um, volunteer based. Yeah, so, and yep. it's done right here at the station too. It's yes you know, on on computers right here. Yes, um, we um, we can do our best to to get the get the podcast up as soon as we can. Anything else for for this walk, or should we just maybe we should just remind people? Oh yes, that if they would like to join those members, they can do so right now by calling one three hundred join nine four nine, or you can jump on the website and you can email. Oh, email! You can jump on the website and you can look for a a nice big banner that tells you where to click and what to do. And Mm -hmm. there's a really easy form to fill out, and you just plug in your credit card details and send us a little message. Yes, so easy. Do send us a little message as well because um, we like to to have the, the little personal touch. Yes, we, we'll see every membership that comes through. Um, but as uh, Yenway has done, um, if you provide a little message, we'll read it out on air. That's right. You're listening to Techno Gaze here on Joy ninety four point nine. Techno Gaze here on Joy ninety four point nine. It is your afternoons here on Joy, and it I is do radio- love my afternoons. You do. Yeah, everyone loves afternoons here at Joy, especially Saturday afternoons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> especially straight after midday afternoons. <laughs> Twelve to one in particular. That's right. That's right. It's Radiothon. <laughs> it is Radiothon, and, and it, in honour of Radiothon, we have in the studio uh, one of the unsung heroes here uh, at Joy ninety four point nine. Mushin is our dedicated office admin support <laughs> person. He giggles to himself in the corner there. <laughs> Hello, Mushin. How are you? I'm very good. Um, this is the first time I've been in the studio. It's like, you know, in primary school, when you walk into the teacher's lounge, this yeah. is what it feels like. In a seat, and it's great. You haven't <laughs> done anything wrong. Cool. <laughs> now, we thought, we thought we'd ask you into the studio because, you know, it's good to have to know that there are more than just the voices that you hear on air. Mm. Um, here at Joy 94.9, uh, helping out with the um, with everything that happens. Uh, your role is is office admin, right? Yes. So I, you know, reception. So I answer the phones, let people in the door, um, take donations. Um, yeah, just admin help around the office. Excellent. Now you, of course, are, are also a member. 
Yes, I am. Yes. Now, what would you say to anyone at home who's maybe contemplating, you know, the option of signing up as a member? What is it that would make it worthwhile? What is it that makes becoming a member worthwhile to you? Well, look, I can just talk about what what joy means to me generally. So, um, you know, my personal story is, you know, I was in a a long-term relationship and I split up and then I found myself in a city where I didn't have many friends. So um, this was a great way for me to kind of get out and about and a bit more and just see another side of the community, which I've never never even thought about and it's been absolutely fantastic and look being part of this organization is i I could just i look forward to every week um just seeing people and interacting with people you never ever would see before in your normal life um just adding a bit of color to the world so look i'd encourage everybody you know to get on board um so we can hear other voices on air and in terms of you know in terms of Melbourne, so absolutely. So it's it's a it's a way to identify yourself in a, in a in the broader community. Yeah, you yeah. As, you know, for, for me, you know, my my job is you know very much um, grey men. No, sorry, men with grey, you know, straight men with with grey hair, and it's um. just fantastic coming here and just seeing all sorts of different people you never see otherwise. Um, and that was just just for me. It's just been an absolute eye opener, and I absolutely love it. Um, so look, we need donations to, to keep this on air. So hopefully, you know, I'm very lucky that I can come into the studio and, you know, physically be here and be a part of it. But otherwise, people can get that connection through just listening um, if they're not in Melbourne. So, look, we need donations to make that happen. It's an interesting thing, isn't mm. it? Because, um, you know, I, I, like like yourself, like I, I work in a, a full-time uh, job and it's it's often the case where you, you, you'll talk to other people and there's always assumptions about who you are or what you are or Absolutely. what you may or may not yeah. be. And coming here to Joy... Is is quite a lot different. The assumptions just aren't there. You know, the the idea that perhaps you you know might be married or stuff like that is is it's not an assumption that's made here. And mm. it's because everyone thinks in a in a very similar sort of mindset of of um, you know not not being presumptuous. Heteronormativity is what they call uh, it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> totally irrelevant. And yeah. you can get on with the job of this is who I am yep. without yep. getting caught up with labels and stereotypes and all those types exactly. of things. Exactly. You just take a deep breath, be yourself, and not, don't worry about stuff like that, which mm. is fantastic. And that, that comes across not just being here, but just listening as well. Um, so, yeah, that's me. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. And thank you as well, Mushin, for, for being on the front desk um, so often on a Saturday afternoon, early afternoon. It's, it's very much appreciated you helping out as well. Oh, well, thanks for putting out the, the best show between 1 o'clock and 2 o'clock on a Saturday. It's fantastic. Don't tell one. I've got the wrong time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm such a bad office admin person. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. Uh, we did not prepare that at all. We're not. Um... <laughs> no, it's a volunteer. So that's what we need. Please, 1300 Joy949. What? Oh joy949, yes. Yep, and au. Yes, become a member. You can do so right now. And in doing so, um, there are prizes, which we will tell you about the prizes in a few moments as well. They are so cool. Quite, um, quite an amazing set of prizes for this Radiothon. Um, this is Technogaze on Joy 94.9, and we should probably carry on with some of the, the typical stuff that we do for, for the show here on, on Technogaze. Yeah. What's next? What else is up? Oh, Apple uh, and Beats. <gasps> yeah. Um, 
How do you like them apples? Yeah. <laughs> they, um, there's, there's been this rumour kicking around for some time that, uh, that Apple would buy out Beats, as in Beats by Dr. Dre, that mm-hmm. used to be part of Monster, I think it was, yeah. uh, for three billion pinky finger dollars. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, that's now been confirmed. So they'll be parting with $2.6 billion in cash plus $400 million of equity. And uh, Dr. Dre and uh, Jimmy Iovine will work at Apple full time. Right. So um, that is actually really kind of interesting. Do they just make the headphones? But they don't. That's the thing. Ah. They don't just make the headphones. The Beats music service is actually a really important part of their business at the moment. And my suspicion is that a part of that is probably um, a, a part of that, that so interest in that music. product is to do that, yeah. yeah I don't know. So I'm, I'm interested to see what the uh, the contracts that have been signed with music labels around the Beats audio uh around the Beats subscription service are because Apple a few years ago bought, uh, I think it was La La or something, and their particular contracts with the music labels could not be transferred in the event that the company was purchased. So I'm interested to see what happens with Beats' uh, subscription service. It's also worth remembering Beats doesn't just do headphones and streaming music because there's also uh, devices that have Beats technology so they say uh inside them so there's a, there's a few android tablets yes yeah, hp laptops doing it. yeah yep. and laptops as well so and like they're not actual they're not actually uh the headphones but you know things like uh, audio amplifiers and um some software smarts for, the, for these yeah and this well. this deal should see a lot of that retail stuff going into apple stores now so maybe not oh, the android yeah. devices yeah maybe not <laughs> maybe not the hp laptops <laughs> we, we, i think we might find that uh the android devices with beats branding just suddenly stop getting the beats branding uh in, in a few months time mm. actually yeah that would be interesting to see if apple want to keep it just into the fold or not well it's also remember worth remembering um htc used to own uh like 49% of Beats, and they sold it off last year uh, amidst their financial woes. But uh, when the rumour came out a few weeks ago that Apple was uh, going to be buying Beats, one of HSC executives just tweeted, yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, you know, um, it sounds like things are, are moving on in the in the music world and the phone world and so yeah. forth. Yeah. Um, consolidation, perhaps, of, of services, it sounds... Maybe like, a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Big companies buying out little companies, or smaller companies, perhaps. They're pretty big still, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Actually, it's the, it's Apple's biggest acquisition to date. Three, oh, really? Yeah, $3 yeah. billion. Dollars, it's the biggest purchase they, they've made. They have oodles it's and oodles three of three Instagrams. Cash. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the new unit of currency? How many Instagrams yeah. is that? Or, it's, or it's like only a, only a small percentage of a WhatsApp. It's it's a one point eight Markies, I think, as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I also just want to give a a big thank you to Pete from Footscray West for signing Aww. up as a as a joy member. Thank you Thanks, very much, Pete. Pete. Family donation right there. Thank oh, you. Family donation. I didn't. It is. That. Yeah, Thanks. Fa- it's both Thanks to Pete and your family. Thank you, Pete, and everyone in your in your household. Mm. Now Chromecast. It's a little dongle device. Wow, I'm paying attention and so is Raina. That was a massive gasp. There was a sudden sudden intake of air. I'm totally excited about the Chromecast. We've actually talked about it before and how how happy we were going to be when it finally makes it to Australia. And look. Wow. It's finally made it to Australia. It took a long time. About nearly a year. Wow. Just after Google I.O. last year. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so So it's Google's streaming media stick. Um, it's so it's launched in Australia fairly late. It did hit a few other countries earlier in the month, um, and uh, basically it's a it's a tiny little HDMI dongle that you can plug into your TV and you can stream uh, media off the internet from say YouTube or any of Google's Play services. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's important to note those apps can work on both iOS and Android. So you can plug a Chromecast in and use it from your iPhone. Yeah, it's got really good cross-platform support, hasn't it? It, it does in that it supports iOS and Android. <laughs> it doesn't support BlackBerry or Windows Phone. So Black yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, so that, and that's okay. And it also works on your desktop as well. So if you're accessing a compatible service uh, and you can cast that video off to your Chromecast, a little button will appear in your Chrome browser and allow you to do that. And, of course, if, you, if you're just, like, browsing a website and you want to put it on the TV, you can also cast that tab uh, onto the screen as well. I went out and bought one the other day when it was released, and I hooked it up to my Plex video server i use it all the time and it it's is amazing. fantastic yeah it's really good it, it's 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 so it's so cheap for what is it so it's 49 dollars. there's been a little bit of a little bit of a uh, um annoyance over the fact that it's 35 dollars in the u.s but uh well, well, australia tax well, well, well we were doing a few sums on this the other day and so if you add tax and then yeah. account for gst there's like four dollars in there somewhere yeah so, right that's yeah. a coffee yeah pretty much it's 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 not too bad but the thing that's interesting is if you've got a smart tv then you really kind of don't need Chromecast. To an extent, I mean, there's some, there are going to be some apps that will cast content from your phone that won't exist on your smart, smart TV. TV. True. But yep. it depends what you're doing. There's like, there's so broadcasters have apps and things like that. But yeah. Can I say as well, because I've had a smart TV in the past, I don't now. Um, but I've had a smart TV in the past, and that was a horrible experience. I would much I, rather have totally something that I can agree. deal with on my phone or on my laptop or whatever and just burst stuff to the TV. The downside with smart TVs is that depending when you buy it, they slow and they get faster. So you don't want to have to replace your whole TV once every two years just because your smart TV is slow. Well, I never whereas, would have, yeah. So no, whereas with the Chromecast, you can essentially do that. Well, that's true. Uh, so, I mean, on, on smart TVs getting outdated and so on, like um, Samsung smell, uh, Samsung smells. Samsung sells smart TV evolution kits, so you can upgrade the internals of your TV every year, and I think they're good for like five years after you purchase the uh, purchase the TV. Uh, you, you mentioned Samsung, and I think some of the, one of the problems with a lot of the um, manufacturers of TVs is that their development process isn't necessarily fi- uh, focused on the usability of it. Mm. So yeah. your software that you get on a on a smart TV is actually not that well designed for it to be a, a smooth easy to use experience whereas phone makers tend to be a little bit better at that for the for, you know example google mm-hmm. um uh, with android they seem to to know quite a lot about how to make their user interface um you know uh, yeah. pretty yeah. slick and the same goes for the likes of apple or or perhaps yeah. even one could extend that to microsoft <gasps> yeah, no, fair enough. I, I like windows phone it's pretty slick yeah, yeah. Mm. um but and, and Samsung do have a hand in in phone development. What with you know all their devices, but oh, yeah. anyway, <laughs> I'm not, not going to talk fine. about Samsung's user interface. Anyway, so to, speaking of user interfaces, the the cool thing about the Chromecast is that there isn't actually a user interface for it. The user interface is your phone, or your tablet, or your laptop, or anything like that. Mm. And so you don't have to you don't have to fish around for the remote because the remote's your phone. Yeah, um, right. And all the controls yeah. appear there. It's it's really cool. I, I've had mine for a while. I imported one from the states. Love it. Now, um, other news. There's been some rumours, of course. We'll just finish up with this one very um, very quickly. There's uh, WWDC, which is Apple's major conference Worldwide for developer developers. Conference. That's yeah. right, Worldwide Developer Conference. They will be... Uh, that's happening this week. And the rumour is that they're planning to launch a smart home platform wow. during the uh, keynote of that particular conference. What do you reckon? Sounds interesting. Is it possible? 
Yeah, I, I reckon. I don't think Apple has the like the inroads into the into the living room enough to actually control all of the parts of your living room. Like they don't have a part of your system that can control your light switches or no. Although if you go into refrigerator, yeah, if you go into an Apple retail store, you'll see that they actually have a lot of that stuff. Yeah, but it's not, not theirs, in their but in, they infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, but you, you could you could presume that they would have a good idea of what seems to be selling in that retail sort of space if they've been. Is this yeah, a case it. of them just wanting to jump on the bandwagon because Google's heading down you know this path with the acquisition of Nest and different other companies. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? So I guess the major competitor for Apple these days is is the likes of Google, mm. and um, Google are obviously pushing into that space. So Google's whether- been pushing into that space for a very long time, though, and they ha- they've had very few results in it. Uh, like, if you go, if you look at the um, Google I/O developer conferences going back two or three years, there's always something about home automation. It's it's Android at home, or it's Android in the living room, or something. And they they haven't really been able to actually um, bring it together into a compelling product. Mm. I think what you sort of see is that Google's now focusing on actually trying to make their make their devices uh, interact better with customers and just play better. And so that's that's what you see with Chromecast now. And so Google trying to tackle home automation in 2014 might be. A little bit more successful than 2011. Yeah. Whereas I think Apple's strength is in being able to execute these ideas, and I think they're going to form partnerships with other companies and actually bring some good stuff to market. Judging from their previous, um, you know, what with their iPad release or iPhone or, or whatever, they tend to develop things under the covers behind in their R&D labs, and, you know, it's very secretive what happens there. But um, they won't actually release a product until it's ready for, you know, until they actually can make that connection to the end user or the, the, the customer. Mm. So um, Eddie Q, one of uh, Apple's one of Apple's guys, uh, went on Twitter or, or some some social network something, said that Apple's product pipeline for later this year best is the best they've ever. had in 25 years, I think he said. And that's yeah. that's saying quite something. But wow. as far as home automation goes, uh, I'm not really looking forward to the point where I turn up at home and I say, Siri, turn on the lights and a blender turns on in the kitchen somewhere in the distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other thing that if, if you are a little bit of a, a um, you know crystal ball type user for Apple Rumors is to look at what seems to be coming out of the manufacturing pipeline one, so rumours that come out of their factories and stuff like that. There has not been a lot of talk about anything that might relate to anything other than phones lately, so mm-hmm. it's a little, little uh, I don't know, I'll wait and see. Wait and see. This is Techno Gaze here on Joy 94.9. It is Radiothon this week, and we are asking for your memberships to sign up to renew your, your Joy 94.9 memberships, um, as has Josh from Travancore done. Oh, thanks, Josh. Josh. Josh says, aren't you glad I did my membership on your show? Yes, we are. We're yeah. very sure glad, are, Josh. Josh. Thank you for that. Michael is especially glad. Now, <laughs> Mark from Brunswick has also uh, signed up, uh, renewed their, their membership, and has included a $100 donation. Which is really great. <gasps> can so I, can, good. Can I just remind everyone that during this <laughs> during this show, the hour, and maybe I, I'm looking at Michael when I say this, right? For you are reason. matching membership dollar for dollar. Memberships dollar for dollar. Yes. yes. So That's right. Thank you, Mark, from from Brunswick for uh, re-signing up and Vane from Fitzroy North. Thank How you. How awesome! Well. What an awesome name, Vane. Mm. It does sound like a Batman villain. <laughs> like Vane. <laughs> You're listening. My apologies, Vane. <laughs> Thank you very much for your membership. <laughs> this is Techno Gaze here on Joy ninety four point nine. Techno Gaze. Joy. 
Techno Gaze here on Joy 94.9. It is Radiothon this week, and one of the uh, highlights of Radiothon is, of course, the um, the Gary Singer and Jeffrey, Jeffrey Smith, Smith um, dollar for dollar donation hour. Yes, so this Friday, 7.30 to 8.30, they do this every year, mm. uh, the annual dollar-to-dollar dollar donation show, which is an incredibly generous su- uh, show of support, I think, mm. for the station. Yeah. Uh, this fantastic annual end of financial year event sees every donation made during this hour matched a dollar-for-dollar, just like Michael's doing with memberships, in fact. Uh, but on Friday, Gary and Jeffrey will be doing that as well. So if you are thinking about making a donation, what a great time to do it. Uh, you can do that by visiting joy.org.au, by calling 1300-569-949 this Friday from 7.30 to 8.30 a.m. And if you're making a donation, uh, if it's $2 or over, it's tax deductible, which is really good because mm. uh, tax time is just around the corner, isn't it? Great time of year to, to reduce your tax taxable income. Too exactly. right. Mm-hmm. Too right. So every cent counts towards keeping us on air and we appreciate it so much. Now, because it no is idea. Radiothon as well, and yeah. it's, I mean, of course, it's very important that we get members to sign up because, you know, it helps keep the... The, the station on air. It helps us um, get the, the, the feed that we provide out to the airwaves. And that's an awesome thing in itself. But because it is Radiothon, there's also some gr- awesome, awesome prizes we are offering for anyone who signs up during Radiothon. Uh, the highlight of which is a 2013 Smart Car 4.2. Uh, thanks to Mercedes-Benz Berwick. Um, it's a cute little car. Very, um, very zippy, very smart little thing to to get yourself around in. Um, great for you know parallel parking. If you if you park this car, it's tiny, so it could you could probably yeah. you fit two of them in, in nose the into car. the curb. Mm, yes, I'd, I've seen that in places. Not sure yeah. about the legalities of it, but sure. <laughs> I think as long as you stay in the in the marked lines, you know, it's okay. I've heard of people being fined if you're actually facing the wrong way in really? car parks. I've heard so, about oh, I've heard about being fined for facing the wrong way on street parking as well. Yes, yeah. that's illegal. Yeah. Yes, so well, that, that would be why mm. they got fined. <laughs> if you do nose in, do you get to pay half of your parking meter? <laughs> Because you hadn't taken half the room. Do you know? I used to. I used to drive past a. Uh, a um, well, on a bus, I didn't actually have a car. Um, but there was a there was a smart car sign, and it actually had three of them stacked on top of each other in this sign. It was amazing. Like it was just a. Oh uh, yeah. So that sort of that's moves around Melbourne for like about ten years or so. Hasn't yeah. It? Yeah. They they just it, there was it used to be in the Docklands, I think. Yeah, the um, one I saw was in New South Wales. But yeah, yeah. it's it's really cool. I'm like, geez, I I, I want to park like that now. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there's, there's actually $36,000 worth of prizes to be won throughout mm. the course of Radiothon. So that's, um, that's just one of the prizes that's available. Um, one of the other highlights I, I like, I'd like to mention right now is the Velo Cycles uh, Melbourne are offering a Brompton M3L folding bike. Oh, mate. Oh, I have awesome. a colleague who has a folding bike, and I'm so jelly of him. Every time he's ready to leave the office, he's got his little bike under his arm, <laughs> and I'm just like, that's actually the coolest. <laughs> It's kind of awesome for the sake of, you know, maybe if you're taking public transport into to work every day and yeah. you're in peak hour, you're standing up or you, you don't want to have a massive bike to, to get in the way of the entrance or exit of the um, no, that's right. the, the transportation vehicle that you're on. Yeah. And if you, don't, if you don't have anywhere good to, to chain it up, maybe you're in a bit of a, you know, an area where, where maybe your bike isn't safe if you leave it outside, that's easy. Just fold it up and take it inside with you. Yep. They, they do fit under desks. I have yes. colleagues at work who use them. Yeah. yeah. 
Awesome prize there. So do sign up to become a member or renew your membership during Radiothon and you can, uh, you'll can you be in the draw to win one of those prizes. Plus there's a whole bunch of others, but I'm not going to spend too long. <laughs> too long doing that because we are... You can find out all about them on the website anyway if you go to joy.org.au, which is, of course, where you should go if you'd like to become a member anyway. Yes. But if you click through the banner and have a look at uh, the Radiothon banner in particular, it tells you what all the prizes are. And they're so great. They are awesome. Now, um, speaking of smart cars or intelligent cars... Or koala cars. Or koala cars, yes. Ah, driverless vehicles that look like little koalas. No, they're just... These are so awesome. But also so confusing. The video is up on our Facebook page as well, if you want to have a look and see this car drive. Google driverless cars. Yes. So uh, there's a prototype that uh, Google are now offering or putting up. And uh, they're taking it to the next level by building these prototypes. Because um, Google have been in the, the self-driving cars um, business for, quite for quite a while now, right? But they've, they've always used commercial vehicles that they've fitted out with radars and it's kept mm. all the standard features. Yeah. Yep. But really, when you think about it, do you need pedals? No. Do you need brake pedals? Oh, do to, you need to, to steering wheels? Back to the future where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that Event Horizon? No. Oh no! No, that was I'm not Event Horizon, Rainer. <laughs> That's terrible. Where we're going, we're going into the abyss. <laughs> Where we're Neil. going, we don't need Sam Neil. <laughs> <laughs> so Google have dispensed with pedals and steering wheels and um, mirrors mm-hmm. in this uh, prototype. That's right. Yes. So it's a two-seater box. It just yeah. Takes you where you want to go. You have no chance whatsoever of taking over control because you can't. You have nothing to take control with. Actually, is there a big red <laughs> stop button. You know, that has got like, like on the treadmill. There's got stop. to be. Uh, so I was actually really confused when I was when I, I know we were talking about this earlier. I was really confused when I was reading their press release because they said, "Oh, you know, you can go you can go down the road for lunch, and all of your parking hassles are a thing of the past." And I was and I read that and I was like, "Well, actually, no, they're not because your park you, your car still actually needs to park somewhere, even if it's without you." Yeah, well, even if it's without you. And so I was trying to figure out like what happens while your driverless car while you're having lunch is your driverless car like frolicking in a paddock with other cars? <laughs> are, are they all like hanging around? and, like, whinging about how their owners neglect them and stuff. Or? Driverless car paddocks. That's yes, driverless <laughs> car paddocks. It's a new thing. And they're all koalas, right? So yes. They do. They've got little faces They climb up trees. That's where they go when they park. <laughs> Can I just take issue with the naming of these things? We're yes. calling them driverless cars, right? I've in got a better same, name. In the same vein as what... what, what uh, horseless carriages. Ca- <laughs> horseless carriages well, were They're called. horseless, it, horseless carriages. It, it is factually correct, but probably not the point that I, these I, yeah. cars have no driver. I, I, I would prefer to name them for what they are rather than what they're not. And that's right. my issue with driverless. Is it saying, oh, yeah, this thing has no driver? But I think, Rainer, you called it like a personal drone earlier. That's the best thing personal I've heard for it. Personal transport drone. Personal <laughs> transport drone. Yes, excellent. My PTD. Well, so the, the, other, the other thing that I wonder is, um, you know, if the car can't find a car park, does it just, like, circle around wherever you're having lunch? And so... Couldn't you imagine the likes of, you know, massive shopping centres? Say, yeah. Chadston, for example, you're in your driverless car, you get dropped off at the, 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 the front door. Mm-hmm. What? And what then it, it circles around for three and a half hours yeah. looking for a park and, while and, you don't have and to. And so does everyone else's car. So, like, <laughs> eventually the car park at Chadston is basically just a, a massive autonomous car all moving mass. around each other. I thought of another use. You could send it off stalking your favourite person. Was that yeah, wrong? Yeah. No, oh, that well, is wrong. Okay, sorry. <laughs> have, you, have you got a smartphone app that has a camera on it so you just control it? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. 
here's the person. Here's your target. Um, <laughs> With well, lasers. Like, like you hold up to a dog, you know, here's a piece of clothing, go fetch. <laughs> go fetch. Here's a photo, go fetch. Here's the thing, though, and we also talked a little bit about this before the show, is that it's kind of predicated on the idea that you actually own your driverless car, but what if it wasn't? What if it was just a big cloud of, of drony yeah. little cars and you could just order one up on your app that you were subscribing to every month or something, jump in some car, and then as soon as you jump out of this car with all your stuff and everything and you're dropping to Chadston or High Point or whatever, yeah, someone else yeah. is ready to jump in that car and go home. Or So ultimately, this, so really, Google driverless cars could be the ultimate Uber X because the government won't be able to fine anyone for driving them. It is because no one will be, no driving, one will be them. driving them. It is still a car for hire of sorts. <laughs> yeah, but there's no one driving it. Well, the good thing is they'd know all the ro- where all the streets are. Because, no, they know, wouldn't. Well, you have how, sat, how, sat nav. No. GPS. No. No. Every, t- every year, like, there's like tons and tons of horror stories. It's like Google Maps didn't know the street that I was on or Google Maps drove me into the ditch. What happens if you're in one of these cars and it's going in? Go, it's like, I can see it's heading for the ditch. What do I do? <laughs> do you yeah, hit we, the big red stop button? We talked about that last week, in fact. Mm-hmm. If you catch up on our podcast, what happens when your smart car or a driverless car decides that maybe maybe running into something else is a bit less of a risk? <laughs> yes, going to save more lives that way. Oh, the moral dilemmas. They, it was actually very... Oh, I wasn't present for the discussion. It was a very interesting discussion nonetheless. We had fun. Check out the podcast on joy.org.au slash technogaze. We are running towards the end of the show, four minutes to one here on Joy 94.9. Uh, we'll be back with more in a few moments. Technogaze. Technogaze here on Joy 94.9. It is almost the end of the hour. It is almost the end of Michael's very generous donating of uh, uh, membership money. I haven't done enough yet, people. (laughs) More memberships. Yes. Please, you've got three minutes. We've got three minutes. So if you sign up in the next three minutes uh, as a membership, uh, Michael will match the membership cost with a donation. Um, and so. if it's a brand new membership or a renewal of one that has lapsed, I'll double it. <gasps> Next five minutes. Wow. What Bring it offer. on. Bring it on if now. It, if, if, if you used to be a Joy member, then now is the time to renew that. And so, Empty Michael's yeah. wallet Yeah, now. empty Michael's wallet, <laughs> which, which does lead into something else that we were talking about very briefly before the show. Yes. Now, um, Bitcoin has always has been sort of of empty going wallets. on for yeah. quite some time. And we just noticed, actually... Passing through a recently opened a certain shopping, shopping centre in here the city. in Melbourne mm. Emporium, um, there's a new ATM, an orange one with an orange one, coins. and it's slightly imposing. And you walk up to it and it asks for your phone number, so it's sort of like a first date. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready with your wallet. What's your number, babe? Yeah, <laughs> that's not a date, actually. <laughs> does it? As you walk past, does it just go? Can I have your number? Can I have your number? <laughs> The, the entire ATM actually sidles up to you and it's just like, hey, <laughs> hey, do you want to buy some bits? <laughs> so, yeah, there is a Bitcoin ATM in Melbourne. I believe there's also one in Sydney. Um, and I walked past it last night and almost uh, I almost felt the need to purchase a Bitcoin, but I resisted. Yep. Now, that's all we have time for today. If you missed any part of the show or perhaps you're looking to peruse previous episodes, you can do so by browsing to joy.org.au slash technogaze. Coming up next is a Joy News Bulletin with Shannon Gillies, followed by another great episode of Cravings with the nudie foodie Pete Dillon. Thank you for joining us, Raina. Thank you. Thank you, Michael, for being there. Thank you. And thank you, Jason, for coming all the way from Sydney to be on the show today. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. 
Have a great weekend. Thank you, everyone, as well, for becoming members or renew- renewing your memberships this, uh, this hour. Um, keep doing so. If you would like to become a member, call us, 1300-JOY-949. Catch you next week. Techno Gaze on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.